Content matters. You have heard the saying that it's not what you know, but who you know. And over the course of my life, I found that statement to be true. One place is connected to another, you know, kind of like links in a chain and they all lead to new adventures. Adventures will come and opportunities come and they go. But the ones that can be life transforming are the ones connected to people that that someone somewhere who sees what no one else sees and says yes to a life and then brands that life as useful. As people, we chase the elusive dream of getting more, the spin on I've got to have this or that to be this or that to experience this or that is the bait the enemy uses to keep us on the treadmill of life, always moving, but not really going anywhere. Like window shopping at the mall, we look at the lives of others longing to possess what seems to be somewhat out of reach always trying to connect with just the right person in hopes of getting more. But I'm here to tell you that more is not always more. It can make you less. Why? Because content matters. Who we are at our core matters in the grand scheme of things. We can get all we dreamed only to find out that it was not all it was cracked up to be. Why? Because uh, once you arrive your content or who you are matters. And while it's not what you know, but who you know, once the opportunity is given, there must be something substantive. A life has to have value beyond its abilities. You see, people will give you opportunity and use you for your wares, but they'll keep you around for the virtues you value. You have heard the saying that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. <laughs> Y'all, that's true. Out of what we value, we find our meaning for life. Some people are whimsical and others are grounded and organized. We're different to say the least, but who we are as we arrive is just as important as having arrived in the first place. To have more, to do more is not a bad experience. Everybody wants that, but it's geared in the moment. When the activity is gone and the minute is ended, what is left will tell the tale of who we really are. That's why that's why what Solomon asked of God was so monumental. He didn't want money or fame. He wanted wisdom to lead, participate and guide God's people. Only wisdom can guide in the aftermath of glory. When the praise has ended and the people no longer find you useful, it is wisdom that reminds us that virtue adds content to life. And if we're not careful, we will ransom who we are at the feet of trying to gather more. Paul says in Philippians 4, 8, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. You see, to have content is to value things that add substance to who we are as people. Things like trustworthiness, faithfulness, loyalty, commitment, honor, courage, integrity, and most of all, love. I know no one wants to live in lack, to walk to the table and there be no food or go to the bank and have no money. But hear me, money only amplifies what we already are. It gives us the opportunity to get what we desire, but it does not make us any better. Listen to Proverbs chapter 15, verse 16. It says, better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure with trouble. It is no secret that people want to have a rich, full life in every way possible. But what the writer of this proverb is saying practically is that content matters. 
If a person has a little and God, they have more than they need. How we think about this, that, and the other gives perspective to how we live in and view the world because thoughts create perspectives that give birth to actions that impact the world. Listen to it one more time. Thoughts create perspectives that give birth to actions that impact a world. How many times have we seen people do things that change the course of human history for the worse? Things that changed how we saw an entire group of people or reinforced a thought we already had simply because of the actions of a few and vice versa. To be elevated to something more profound and auspicious simply because one person chose to live their life from a higher plane of consciousness. Hear me. Thinking is more than sitting still with your thoughts. It is contemplation. It is the act of reviewing with scrutiny the thing that is being thought of to see if it is worthy of being something virtuous. I recently saw the movie The Greatest Showman. Great movie for the third or fourth time. But something leaped out at me from the dialogue that struck me as odd but true. I missed it all the other times, but I heard it this time. Phineas T. Barnum, who is the main character, was always plagued with the notion of being seen as a ragtag little boy from the streets of nowhere. One day he saw a young man named Philip Carlyle who happened to be a playwright and producer. He came from prestige, social position, and money. Barnum, uh, no longer a child, had risen to the ranks of the wealthy but still longed for status that eluded him. He had a wife and children. They adored him, but it wasn't enough. Money had gotten him things but no status. Carlyle had status, money, and position but no real happiness and joy. Barnum longed for what Carlyle had. When Barnum found Carlisle, he was sitting, he was standing outside of one of his plays, having a drink on the steps. Barnum approached him and said, are you Philip Carlisle who produced this play? He said, I am. If you're looking for a refund, you can get that at the front box office. Barnum introduced himself. He says, P2 Barnum. Carlisle said, from the circus, Barnum said, you've been. Carlisle said, God, no, but I've seen the crowds. People leave a lot happier than when they came, which is more than I can say when they leave my plays. And Barnum says, and yet you have no problem selling tickets. Here's the line that caught my attention. Carlisle says, that's because I'm selling virtue. I thought to myself, now that's an interesting thought. People look at others to see what they want to be. They go to movies to be entertained, but see a little bit of themselves, forget the self they know or find a new self to become. They pick and choose from the one and that one in hopes of compiling a person that fits what they think is an ideal personality. So as a culture, in order to aid them in the process, we sell the attributes of virtue by heralding the sacrifice of a few souls in hopes of inspiring the crowd to do the same, forgetting the age old adage of practicing what we preach. If you want content in your life, if you want culture to change, virtue will cost you because we impact one another. Sometimes to have more is to have less. But in the end, less will be more because it represents something more. When Solomon said, God, give me wisdom, he was simply saying, give me what's most important, an attitude to regard everything from your perspective, because God, your perspective matters most. Everything that glitters ain't gold. Sometimes, y'all, it's just glitter. 
But the wisdom God offers doesn't just shimmer, it shines like the sun. And we call him Jesus. And he's definitely worth knowing. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church in your trail in Marshfield, North Carolina. And you've been listening to Soul Food.